Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey guys, want to talk about the rest interval when you are doing intervals and talking about it from both angles, sometimes increasing the rest for a couple reasons and then other ways in which you could decrease the rest for a couple reasons. So obviously intervals first off are created as a way for a coach or for an athlete to specify training in the easiest way digestible. There's nothing special about five by five minute VO2 max or two by 20 threshold. Who's to say it's not supposed to be four by six minute or for some athletes it should be six by four minutes or for some athletes it should be two by 15 and another one should be two by 25. There are so many variables of the type of events you're doing. Physiologically, it's impossible to Exactly. No, it's a convenience, right? So what comes with that is a portion in between the work, which is obviously the rest and the recovery. Now you can definitely make a case that you're doing certain intervals to work on your repeatability and to be able to do hard efforts over and over again. If you're doing 30 thirties and they suddenly become thirties, nineties, that's a very different workout. Now, there are we could go so down so many wormholes here. Are you failing 30-30s because you just have no anaerobic capacity? Are you tired? Are you doing them too often? Um, you know, are you aiming too high with the watts, even though you're supposed to do them for uh maximal wattages? So then maybe it's a capacity issue. Like that's not the point of this podcast. But I just want to highlight that there's a lot of different reasons why you could make a case for more rest or less rest. Here's one thing that happens. And I'm going to use threshold because it's something that a lot of us do. I think most of us should ride at around threshold to help us not only improve FTP, whether you're working physiologically by doing over-unders, but also tolerating and getting your mental side of the game sharp by riding at FTP. Or I have a lot of athletes ride at the very high end of FTP, which is not 100%, it's 100%. Excuse me, yeah, not 100, it's 100. It's not half a dozen, it's six. Uh, not riding at 100%, but riding at 105%, 110%. Yes, you can ride it at 110%, and it can be longer than five minutes. Look at your power duration curve and look at some of your bests. And, you know, so again, wormhole. 
what we are going to say is if you are doing a four by 10 minute interval, I would really ask yourself, why are you doing these intervals? 10 minutes is a duration that we've, it's actually come up on podcasts with some of the pro athletes talking about American racing. There are some 10 minute efforts in races that are the do or die. You make this break halfway through the race or you are dropped and your race is over. Now it might be seven minutes. It might be a 15 minute segment. And I'm not saying a segment is in a like climb or a 15 minute constant power, but there are these 10 minute all out efforts that you can do on the road that I personally feel are really good to do because it's longer than VO2 max, but you still have to really push yourself, but it's not as long as like doing the classic 20 minute FTP test. So there are many different ways coaches will look at this differently, but for ease of use, let's say it's 10 minutes on and six minutes off. 10 minutes on, 6 minutes off, 10 minutes on, six. okay, you get the point. You do the first one, great. First one's not too bad. You carved up, you put on your lack to go, you are, have been thinking about this set today, you are crushing it, you blast it at 110%, um, and you get your rest period. You go to the next one, and you are... You know, it's, it's definitely tougher, but you get through it. You go to the third one and you start it and there's, let's look at this in a couple different ways. Let's say it goes okay. You're at 100%. I would say, great, you nailed it. Like you're trying to ride harder, but you didn't use a ton of rest. You rode it 100%. Another way you could look at it is why not just elongate that rest a little bit longer? Maybe you take 10 minutes. Like after the second one, you're just like, man, I'm kind of banged up. I'm going to give myself a few more minutes of rest so that I do hit the watts I want to hit. Then the next time, instead of graduating to longer or harder or whatever, you try to just reduce the rest. People get really caught up in, in training peak says that it's only supposed to be six minutes rest. So I only did the six minutes, but then I couldn't hit the interval. I personally would coach you more to hitting the interval and then you know but for the last one it's like okay you know what i I barely made it through that third one i'm gonna take down a gel i'm gonna get composed i'm gonna ride to a climb i only take 20 minutes you know you're you know you need everything every benefit now somebody could make the argument no it would be better to go and hit the fourth one at uh 95 percent I would go back to the beginning though of what did we just ask ourselves? Why are we doing these? We are doing these for those super hard 10 minute do or die efforts. There are going to be athletes that are going to be do that are going to be able to do four of these harder than your 95%. So therefore, I personally believe you would rather take more rest, hit the higher watts, and then come back the next week and aim for that six-minute rest. And again, six minutes is just a convenience number. Maybe you're only, maybe you're going to do, you know, the course makes you do a 10-minute effort and then like you guys start to descend and it's a really quick descent and then somebody attacks and you're chasing again or something, you're in a break. Like you can't predict any of this, but I think eventually you would be doing, you know, two by 20s at some wattages that you might have done four by tens at maybe not because if you're really good at a 10 minute effort i think it's going to be hard to do a two by 20 the same wattage but everybody's different and uh different aims so that's a huge case for increasing the rest and a reminder to 
I think hit the watts and then look to decrease the rest as you get better at them. Now, we've talked before a long time ago about using rest reduction as a way to up your watts in longer intervals. Some athletes that are not great at pushing threshold watts, whether it's that they just the consistent pressure on the pedals. I think it's a mental block for some people. Um, some athletes just threshold stuff for them. They can do some VO2 max. You get them long threshold stuff and it's not as easy. And I posted a video about a six by six minute rest reduction interval where you ride at above threshold for six minutes and take four minutes rest in between each one. So six minutes on, four minutes off, six on, four, it's not too bad. It gets tough towards the the fourth, fifth, and sixth one. Then the next week, you know, do an endurance ride, do whatever else you're working on in training, go into the weekend, you come back on the next Tuesday, and you're like, I'm going to crush this, do six by six, but only two minutes rest. So now it's six on, two minutes off, six on. It's a pretty fun ride because it's 36 minutes of work. You are steamrolling down the road and it's not VO2 max wattage. It's high threshold, but they're shorter. Like you could, you get three minutes through it and you're like, I'm, I can do three more minutes of this. And then the last week you do six by six with no rest. And maybe you only do six by five. It's really a one by 30. And I will be surprised if you don't crank out a 30-minute PR. Now, here's the thing that you want to do. I would look at your 30-minute PR before you start the 6x6 and ride above that PR number, right? So if you've done 30 minutes at 300 watts, do the 6x6s at 320. Also, it helps look at what you can do six minutes for. Maybe it's, hopefully it's like 340 and then maybe take 95% of that number or find a nice number in between your six-minute best and your 30-minute best and, you know, fiddle with it. Massage it. This isn't an exact science. This is you kind of figuring it out and playing with the intervals. But that rest reduction, I think a lot of that's mental. And then it opens up your brain. You're like, whoa, I just set this 30-minute PR. Huh. Maybe I was really overthinking that. Because a 30-minute effort is a long freaking effort. Now... The last case that I want to make, and this should be a podcast. Uh, I'm actually not going to go down that avenue. Here's the last case I'm going to make. There are rides. I had a two by 15 max efforts with, I think, only 10 minutes between. I'd have to go back and look at what time Tom put down. I saw it and I was like, cool, but I just got back to North Carolina and there's a route that I want to do. And I know there's like a 17 minute and an 18 minute climb, but they're about 20 minutes in between each other. And so I really wanted to do the route. And you know what? There's going to be another day for me to do that two by 15 and I'm happy to go back and do it. But on that day, I was going to ride the route and I was going to push the watts as hard as I could and having the extra rest in between would allow me like in the first case to go even harder on that second one. So again, I increase the rest and I'll go back a different day and make it an interval day and stay on the same climb. But sometimes you need to be a human and just go ride and don't do that all the time, you know, but give yourself some grace and have some fun on the bike. And then I'm sure we could make a bunch of other cases when to increase the rest, when to decrease the rest. And remember, that's just another part of the interval that you can manipulate 
Um, I've started decreasing rest on five-minute intervals down to three minutes. It definitely adds more challenge while still making the intervals completable to the wattage that we want. I'm not sure that the less rest is actually better though because three to five, I should really go in and dig into this. What does your heart rate do differently between three minutes and five minutes? It might be the same. I don't know exactly what's happening inside the muscle, but would it be better for a little bit more rest and more watts or would it be better to keep the heart pumping a little bit more and maybe a little bit less watts? Guess what I'm going to say? Variation. Do both kinds. Do a lot of different training. None of your events are going to be the same. It's going to require you to have a lot of different skills and the more varied training you can not only get very good at, but that you can eliminate holes in your armor are what's going to bring you success on the bike. Good luck.